This is a podcast by The Straits Times. Behind every successful team on the pitch is often a successful team off it. And in the case of 19-time English football champions Liverpool, this certainly is the case with the club's off-field operations led by Chief Executive Officer Billy Hogan transforming the once-sleeping giants into a well-oiled machine to complement the success being delivered by first-team manager Jurgen Klopp. Billy was recently in Singapore with the Liverpool squad and sat down with me, ST Sports correspondent Azali Abdulaziz, on the eve of the Red Standard Chartered Singapore Trophy match against Crystal Palace on this episode of ST Sports Talk to chat about the club's rise to the top, staying there and juggling commercial interests and the first team needs. Hi Billy, how was your first night in Singapore? We, uh, we arrived yesterday afternoon and the reception was incredibly enthusiastic and warm. Obviously great to be back in Singapore. Um, and the team got a chance to have a training session last night and a number of other community events. In fact, there was a, a supporters club event with over a thousand fans with some of our foreign players and Jamie Webster uh, performing last night, which was a, a great event. Um, and I think just shows the passion that uh, Singapore has for Liverpool. You mentioned how the legends, you know, former Liverpool players drew a huge crowd at the fan event uh, at Vivo City. Uh, that in itself shows what a huge club Liverpool are. Uh, what are the club's ultimate ambitions uh, in the longer term? Well, long term, uh, I think you'd, you'd kind of have to go back and just look at our history, really. The most successful English club in terms of winning trophies. And really, that is the focus for us is continuing to perform on and off the pitch to allow the teams to win to win trophies, both men and women's teams. So that's uh, maybe kind of a simple strategy or vision, but that's really what it's about. If you look a little bit deeper on that, that for us means, you know, really working both the on pitch. So Jurgen and, uh, and Julian Ward on the football side and myself uh, off the pitch to work together to create the most sustainable club that we possibly can, investing everything that we make back into the, the on-pitch um, side. And um, and again, working as hard as we can to try and win trophies for our supporters. Certainly, Liverpool are delivering trophies right now, but football success is very often cyclical in nature. Can you give us an insight about how difficult it is to stay at the top and the challenges you face? Yeah, well, I've been at the club now for uh, for just over 10 years, and obviously that's been a, a journey. And I think we're in a period right now where, where we are having a, quite a bit of success. I think the team clearly is, I think a number of the players have said over the course of the last year, the opportunity to sort of win their first trophy uh, several years ago as a group has, has only made them hungrier to, to keep winning. So sports can be cyclical, that's that's for sure. But I think, you know, one of the things that um, that we have some experience in, in terms of working uh, for Fenway Sports Group and a number of different sports properties, um, and, you know, we really look at it from the standpoint that you constantly have to be looking forward and constantly have to be planning for the future. So I think, you know, what you've seen over the course of the last several years and certainly there's a core group of players who continue to play on the men's side together, but there's also been additions and you have to continue to, to add to the squad and continue to evolve for the future. So there does tend to be cycles in sports, but I think it's our job to try and plan to try and maintain sustained success as much as we possibly can. And part of the evolution would be not just making additions, but keeping your stars. Uh, and Liverpool recently kept their biggest star by signing Mo Salah to a contract extension. Uh, is his new contract a statement of intent by the club? Absolutely. I think it's a it's a terrific commentary on where we are as a club and 
Mo is certainly one of the best players in the world, in our opinion. And um, so we're incredibly excited to, to keep him at the club and to uh, and I know that he's obviously extremely happy to stay as well. So, again, I think it's just a great commentary on where we are as a, as a football club. Now, last season, the team competed on many fronts and chased the quadruple. Why does a tour to Asia and Singapore still matter to the club? Well, this is the first time that we've been able to go on tour since 2019, um, obviously because of the pandemic, which has impacted everybody around the world. And I know equally impacted people here in Singapore. So I think to start with, it's it's just great to be back on tour and to be able to bring the club out to, to markets where we have so many passionate supporters, many of whom will never necessarily get the chance to see Liverpool play at home in the UK. And so this really is our one time in, uh, as you said, what, what can be a very busy calendar to get the team out and to, um, and to really experience many different markets where we have um, such passionate fans. I think the match, obviously, on Friday night is kind of the focal point, but also really important to mention that while we're here, obviously, the team is training. They're, they're working to get ready for the season. But We've brought an entire group of people who are working, as you mentioned, some of our former players and legends, club ambassador Ian Rush, who are all doing events with the, within the community, a number of different events that are taking place today throughout the city as well as tomorrow. So this really is a holistic view on bringing the club out and trying to just maintain that relationship and strengthen that relationship with our, our supporters who may not be in the UK. Find us on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or via the Google Voice Assistant and Amazon Alexa-enabled devices. And now back to our podcast episode. And now back to our chat with Liverpool CEO Billy Hogan. How difficult is it to juggle the club's uh, commercial interests and the needs of the first team squad? Yeah, no, I mean, it's. I think it's It's one of the, first off, I think it's one of the unique parts of the relationship with Jurgen. Um, I think he really understands the club clearly and he really understands the need for us to when we can to try and find ways to uh, to try and strengthen that relationship with our supporters on a global basis so i think if you were if you were looking at it from the standpoint of kind of internal dialogue and how we work through our our preseason planning obviously outside of the years that have been impacted by the pandemic there's always an opportunity for us to bring the club out on tour and that can mean a number of different things um, obviously we've uh, come to Asia frequently. We've gone to North America frequently. We've stayed in Europe in certain years as well. So we sit down and we look at what the schedule looks like, what the preseason looks like, and then we work together as both the on-pitch and off-pitch to try and put together the best possible schedule. And you'll see and you'll notice that the, the football side will tweak their schedule to make sure that they are able to train and that we obviously get a couple of games in when we go out on tour. And then they'll go actually back to Europe for a bit of a training camp as well. And that's been a process and a schedule that we've developed over the course of the last several years. And it works for both sides and, again, allows us to do the things that we're doing while we're here in Singapore and, and bringing the club out to, to different markets around the world. Is there a key principle or belief that drives Liverpool's success uh, on and off the pitch in recent years? Well, I think, you know, we, as I mentioned, I, I've been with the club now for, for just over 10 years and um, on a bit of a journey since Fenway Sports Group acquired the club back in, uh, back in 2012. I think from our, excuse me, 2010, I think from our perspective, it's really just been about trying to maintain that sustainability that we talked about previously, which is try and put the best people together, both on the football side and on the, uh, on the off pitch side and, you know, work together to try and drive as much growth and, and revenue as we can that can be invested back into the club. Obviously, a lot of that starts with having great people, and we've got one of, if not the, the best managers in, in football. We've got an incredibly strong 
team uh, that supports Jurgen, both uh, from a backroom staff as well as from a football operations staff. Julian Ward and his team uh, have done an incredible job. And then I get to work with an incredible group of people off the pitch as well. So, yeah, we're doing very well right now, but uh, we never rest on our laurels. It's always about sort of what's next and looking forward to whether it's the next match or the next opportunity for us to continue to to succeed. And that's what we're driven to do is ultimately to win trophies for the football club. And lastly, if you could summarize, how has the club uh, changed since you first joined in 2012? The major difference, well, I guess that's, it's hard to sum it up in, in, uh, in kind of one comment. I, I guess I would say that there, there were a number of different areas that needed an investment, there needed focus, that needed to be improved. I think first off was just on the football side was, uh, we, you know, we weren't performing on the pitch. So that's clearly the most important thing is, uh, is to get back to a place where we were uh, competing at the top of European football. And I think obviously we're doing that now. The infrastructure around the around the football club needed a tremendous amount of investment. So we've made those investments uh, at Anfield with the redevelopment of the main stand. We're in the midst of a second phase of redevelopment with the Anfield Road End, um, which will be completed for the uh, summer of 23. Uh, and then, as you said, the commercial side. So that's really been my area of responsibility, which is to help effectively find the means and the funds to be able to invest back in the football side. So those were really the three areas that we were focused on uh, developing over the course of the last 10 years. And um, thankfully, we've made a lot of progress. And, and obviously, we're in, a, we're in a great period right now. And the, the squad's in, in a great place. And again, couldn't be happier to be here to be opening up our preseason in Singapore and playing the match against Crystal Palace on Friday night and, uh, and all the events that are taking place over the course of these three days in the community as well. That was a podcast by The Straits Times. Send your feedback to podcast at sph.com.sg. Find us on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or via the Google Voice Assistant and Amazon Alexa-enabled devices. For more podcasts by The Straits Times, The Business Times, and Money FM 89.3, you can also download the audio by SPH app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O.